Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's the remix to Ignition, hot and spell the kitchen, and I'm a rolling that body, got every man in here wishing. Got him wishing now! <laughs> Can't sing that anymore. You can. Can you still sing that? I don't know. I mean, you hear it quite a lot around the clubs and hostelries of this fair nation. I don't know what's up on or down, to be quite frank. It's probably Lost just profits, um, though. I was listening to uh, a bit. I have, in recent memory had a little flirtation with listening to The Lost Prophets because I don't think it's fair that the rest of the band are thrown in with... So they need their one penny from Spotify, I think. I didn't I, listen. Let's make it very clear. I did listen to it on Spotify because people could see what I'm doing. <laughs> I DJed with you once mm. um, and it was an indie night. Yeah. Obviously because you were wall there. Wall-to-wall Gary Glitter. <laughs> bangers. It was all to bangers. <laughs> right. But I said, I can't be asked to bring all my CDs in. Mm. Peter, can you do it? You mm. said yes because you're a good egg about that kind of thing. So we were using your CDs. I thought I've yep. got enough songs in there to enjoy that I want to play out. And we were yep. doing it one, one song each back to back. So... Mm. Um, Bearing in mind that the actual booth is dark, there's a lot going on, mm. I've had a drink, yeah. it's boozy, it's lights are dark and flashing, Yeah, you've left a little hand grenade in that CD box, haven't you? Right, okay. You left a little hand grenade in there, copied, by the way, not even a purchase, No, copied and written on in marker pen, just as I'm flipping through them, oh, what's that, oh, 99 problems, play it a bit later, mm. what's this, oh, it's great, what's that, oh, bit of this. oh Lost Profits, the right. whole album, Last whole Train album. Home. <laughs> Why well, have you left that little little landmine in there for me well, to step on? Well, at least I've labelled it correctly. I could have put it in as 99 Problems. You could have been hearing... Wow, that would be a proper musical landmine. Shinobi versus Dragon Ninja or something. I yeah. think that was one of their songs, wasn't it? I don't know. It's a good name for a I song. Just, it's, it's, it's good. I just, I think I... The, the other, I've never uh, spoken to the, the, the wrong one, but the other lads from Lost Prophets always seem quite nice. This is the Luke and Pete show, interview. everyone. I'm Luke, he's Pete. Uh, I would love to distance myself from somebody's comments, but but at this point, really, you can't really. what's the point? Yeah. What is the point? We call on the company, Luke. Yeah, people are listening and going, well, you're still doing it. We're going down. We're going down together, baby. It's Stelma and Louise. Down in an early Different round. band. Don't great... taint them with that. Oh, they're on my uh, wives' playlist that I have in the oh, car. Always got on with Pete Wentz because I didn't talk to him about... Who, is, who did Pete Wentz go out with? Quite famous. One of the, one of the uh, sisters. Blonde one out of the sisters. Or maybe the brown-haired one out of the sisters. You know... The, the sisters. sisters. You still find them. Daisy Duke from uh, Dukes of Hazard. Um, what do you want from me here? Margaret Atwood. What's her name? 
it is actually Margaret Atwood. It is Margaret Atwood. I would Atwood, love yeah. that. To, I would absolutely <laughs> love it yeah. to have been Margaret Atwood. I think we all would. I think yeah. it would have made for a very different um, Handmaid's Tale. It would have made for a very different uh, album. Some would, some would say better. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say necessarily yeah. better or worse. Just very, very different. Ashley Simpson, right? I think you're talking yeah. about who's Jessica Simpson's uh, younger daughter. Oh, is she also is daughter? she a f- sister? Let me make that very clear. Is she younger a f- sister, founder of the Griffin Poetry Prize and the Writers Trust of Canada? Oh, I don't think so. Right, okay. That's um, just, just good to know. What I would say about Ashley Simpson, and I am mm. very much freestyling here. Yeah, is she had a brilliant single? Um, can't remember what it's called now. Mm. Uh, but so did her older sister. Yes. Did her older sister have the song? Did Nick, the song something called Nick? Did she go out with a song called Nick? Stop that just for a second. <laughs> just give me a sec. Let listeners breathe. Did Ashley Simpson's older sister, Jessica, have a song called I Think I'm In Love? If so, it's fucking brilliant. Right. Well, Ashley Simpson went on SNL and, and fucked up the um, uh, the miming, I seem to recall. Right. And they had to start again, and she right. fucked it. Is, was it live or not? I think it was live, yeah. So she thought it was pre-recorded or something like that. I don't know how you sort of, like, surely they must tell you, this is live, don't say fuck up, bugger. Yeah, so, you so know, like, I'm quite cynical about that. I, I feel like mm. if you are a performer... Mm. They need to be making it very clear mm. that it's live if it's live. Yeah. And you're not going to forget that as a performer. Right, okay. It's yeah, going to yeah. lodge in your brain. Yeah. You know, if I, I agree. You, we've done this. We've done live radio, both we've of us. We've done SNL. We've hosted SNL. We've done podcasting, right? You know it's a very different energy. It's yeah. a very different vibe. Mm. You ain't forgetting that. So I wonder whether they're just going, do you know what? It's Ashley Simpson. She's a bit whack. We're going to stitch her up. Yeah. Right, uh, what, you reckon the musician sticks her up? I reckon the fucking director could have. Why? Why tank your own career? Oh, stick around, I'll <laughs> tell you. When I get to 100,000 followers, I'll tell you all the secrets. <laughs> get your Tim Four hats on and join us. Surely, surely just emotionally you've got 100,000 followers right now. Uh, I've, in, I've, in been, I've been enjoying a great renaissance in my social media presence. Oh, have you now? Over the last just week. Just as Twitter tanks. Because of that TikTok thing. Oh, because the TikTok thing. Yeah. Yes. Okay, right. The amount of people I had in my Instagram DM saying, Oh, you just appeared on my son slash daughter's TikTok to watch list. Yeah. That's and now you're on a watch list. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know. Be the new Andrew this, is the, this is how this works. Mm. I deliver a white hot take. Right. right. And then some of the lovely... Was it a white hot take or was it something, a story you heard from someone else? Yeah, you were. <laughs> one, one man's meat's another man's poison. <laughs> um, but the actual hardworking members of Stat go and think, oh, that'll be a good clip to put up online. Right, I yeah. didn't even know it was on TikTok. I'm not on okay. TikTok. Yeah. Oh, what, what, two and a half million views? Thank you very much indeed. Have you ever been, uh, I, uh, that interview I did with fucking Richard Ashcroft, that got clipped up, put on TikTok. That bad interview I did with BDI, that got clipped, put on Why TikTok. Why do put the good ones Without, up? Don't put, yeah, do the good ones. Couldn't find do the man where, one where I interview that block from Mad Men. Do that one where I interview, uh, in, in my defence, um, John def- Cena. In my defence, defence Pete, and I think even in the listeners and viewers' defence, mm. in that interview where you interviewed that man from Mad Men, in the interview itself, you did interview him as and introduce him as that man from Mad Men. Yeah, yeah hello, so, that man yeah. from Mad Men. Hello, that man from Mad Men. Are you mad? And Chernobyl. Are you still are you, mad? How mad watched, are you? Have you watched any of this? Yeah, no, no, I'm busy. Uh, my, what the Wi-Fi I have access to says that Mad Men is, in her view, one of the great TV series. I think it's the best TV series. Right. I can't get my partner to watch it. I don't know why. Well, because right. just Don Rose and Bell ended it. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he, he's not. He, he's not the hero. Is there a Peaky Blinders type feel where the men who like get into it want to be like Don Draper and think? Yes. They, yeah. They buy very expensive whiskey glasses. <laughs> so go. Yeah. And can't necessarily do the day drinking because of the nah, job. But nah. I love you. <laughs> I tell you, I do it. 
this is this is the, this is their impression. This is their impression of Don Draper after drinking all the whiskey that he drinks in Mad Men. Do you think I'm cool? <laughs> do, you, do you like this suit? <laughs> my mate, right, his daughter. Oh, shut up, <laughs> will you, perf, you will, weird perv. Will you sit outside and <laughs> rather than sitting here with me, will you sit outside and pretend to be my secretary <laughs> and come in and ask me to do stuff and I'll say no? That's what's happening. <laughs> lucky strike. <laughs> Fucking have a lucky strike in your mouth. It tastes real nice. Oh, Don. 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 He's done it again. D-squared. That is great stuff. He's done it again. I will will say this. At the risk of making myself out to be a terrible human being, I'm a huge fan of January Jones' work and and an an absolutely insatiable follower on Instagram. (laughs) Her content on Instagram is fantastic. Um, Has she ever been in anything... Where she's been good, though. I, susp- I was about to say, yeah. I suspect she might not be that good an actor. Yeah, she, I don't think she is, Luke. So then why are you judging her? I'm not judging her. Right. Like she's good on Instagram. I'll, she's tell you good Instagram. Instagram. I'll tell you who else is good on Instagram. Kate yeah. Beckinsale's brilliant on Instagram. So funny. Okay. I mean, it, it, I mean, yeah. Again, not great actors here. You're not great on Instagram. <laughs> don't do it. You're not consistent enough. I'm not consistent. you still got I'm more followers than me. That's annoying. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, because I do. Lovely. I, 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 I say I try. I hard, might just screenshot your content and just put it out. <laughs> yeah, and your followers will go down. Yeah. Absolute follower fucking kryptonite. My, ne- my Instagram name isn't even Pete Donaldson, so stick stick that in the net or that's something. That's because you think you're cool. I am cool. You're trying to be cool, that's why. Uh, I want anyway, to be um, cool. Pete, listen, we're well, in, well into the show now. I've done a brief intro, Yours. but um, why don't we do a proper one? All right, then. How are you? I'm fine. You don't ask me? No. <laughs> How are you? What have I'm, you been up to? I'm pretty good. Um, not been up to too much. Just the usual usual chutney, to be honest. Mm. Um, what's been floating your boat, Reese? I like your pink jumper, by the way. I'd say Thank that's you. probably a strawberry milkshake jumper. That strawberry milkshake. I do like a strawberry milkshake. Oh, you know what I had when I was in Italy? Uh, in what? A root beer float. Where was that? Los Angeles. Uh, um, a root beer float. That was about fucking three months ago. I know, but Why are you only I'm bringing still, the root beer flute? I'm still like, now. A root beer flute. Yeah. <laughs> so I can throw a flute. <laughs> you weirdo. Yeah. Um, that would, uh, yeah, I, I just think root beer floats just need to be a bigger part of our uh, life. Why have we adopted McDonald's and all of that Americana and we've not taken on the root beer float? Delicious. I follow an Instagram account which does all the great products that McDonald's used to sell back in like the 80s. Okay, right, yeah. And um, one of them, <laughs> check this out, right? So McDonald's have famous, I mean, I say famously, maybe you didn't know this. I mm. think it's quite a f- well-known fact mm. that McDonald's have never sold onion rings. Okay. Yeah. Never done fair. it. Never done it. But what they have done, right. available in the mid-80s, mm. only between the hours of 4 and 9 p.m., onion nuggets. Shredded onions mixed with potato? I don't know, because they're obviously not available to purchase anymore, right. but they look like... Almost like mini hash browns, yeah. Yeah, with okay, the onion nuggets. I could, I could have that. I could take that. But um, I thought it's quite an odd product for them to be selling. <laughs> well, especially because they're not flirted with onion rings. An oddduct, if an you will. An oddduct, yeah. Um, and I, what I would say finally about your jumper, Peter, is that he's a brave and confident man mm. who can rock a quite nice woolen jumper like that yeah. at this time of year yeah. with absolutely nothing underneath. Well, I've got, I've got my coat, but like, it is that no, kind underneath, of weird... Pete, you're not going to wear your coat under your jumper. Right? Right. This is the point. You're not going to wear your coat under your jumper. Is this about jumper. the nipples? No, I, I'm well used to it's seeing your nipples, but about the nipples. my point is, if you wear a jumper with a t-shirt, you've mm. got options. Okay, right. Oh, right, so you take off, take right. Yeah. Just roll up the sleeves, like you, a real chap. You have done that. Yeah, Are you quite hot? 
You're doing yeah, hot. Yeah. Constantly, constantly just sweating. Um, I, I mean, we're obviously mixed spicy boys here on the Luke and Beach Show uh, and the Football Rumble because obviously we advertised them about two years ago uh, and they I live like long in the memory. I, I like mixed spicy. Steakhouse Stack. Uh, I would like to recommend everyone get involved with the Steakhouse, uh, steakhouse Stack um, vibes. The problem with the McDonald's near where I live, and I may have mentioned this to you before, they're slow, inaccurate. They're I can't so remember. So incompetent. Right, yeah. like you can't get anything fucking done. Mm. Like you cannot get anything. Mm. Like you, uh, you know, you do a delivery from McDonald's, doesn't turn up. Mm. Literally doesn't turn up. So the wife you have access to says, "Drive to McDonald's for me and get McDonald's." Fine, yeah. I'll do that. There's something in that for me because I'll buy myself some. I drive there. Yeah. It's chaos. It's four deep at the fucking counter. No one knows what's happening. There's no one even working in there. Yeah. Three people working in there. Do you know what I do you know who, who you I get, get the steakhouse stack? Do you know what I get really wound up at? Like it's the only shop in the entirety of my locale that I go in and I regularly get annoyed. Halfords. Fucking okay. this Halfords. Is, this is on brand. They've only on. got one person working at the till and they're always doing some kind of really convoluted order for some part of a I don't know, Austin Allegro from the 60s that they've got to order in. And every time I got there, and I'm just buying a funnel or some acid or something. <laughs> I don't know. Acid? I've killed a person. Uh, I've, I've, um, I, I bought like... Um... They're stalling before the police come. <laughs> You're asking them about a funnel and some acid. They are, they've, they've, there's a protocol involved. They just take such a long time. Because I'm trying to sort of upgrade my car. I've realised that my car is in a shit old state. There's scratches all down the I side. I told you that. I saw it. It scratches all down the side. So I've uh, got... So I'm buying like sandpaper and primer and body filler and spray paint for my Fiat. And so like to, to, to fix it and the, and they just take such a bloody long time. And I'm back and forth because there's a new thing. I realized the headlights got a bit of a scrape on there. So I'm trying to find a, yeah. uh, something that's going to recover that. So it's just all a big, how far is the Halfords from where you live? Uh, it's about 10 minutes away. But walk? No, uh, driving. Okay. But it's just, a, I, I, it's just a pain in the ass selling your car, isn't it? How did you sell your car? I trade it for a new one. But do, do you have to tidy it up though, innit? Nah. No? I, I literally said to him when I was going to, I got a new car March the 1st. Right. And I said to the guy the week before, I'm coming in March 1st, yeah. I said, do you need me to clean it before I come in? I'll go to the car wash. He's like, that. No, don't bother, we'll do it ourselves. Nice. Okay. And, and the good thing about doing it on the scripts, lease like that. Scratch and scripts. I don't care. Right. You do it on the lease. So the thing about that is, you're, you're selling it privately, so I understand what you have to do it. Mm. But I had a scrape on one of the alloys on my car. And I've seen that as part of the service you get, they send someone out mm. um, and they'll buff it for you. Mate, it right. takes them about fucking 15 seconds to fix it yeah. with, the mach- with the tools they've got. With the machinery they've and got. And the, the thing I like about the lease is that also if something goes wrong, it's sorted. Mm. You haven't got to worry about it. Now, you do pay a bit more and you pay per month and you almost treat it like a utility, essentially. Mm. Um, but that suits me because I can't yeah. be mucking about with stuff. And how I'm not going in the Halfords. <laughs> I'm, not I'm simply not going in one. Uh, the, the, the two the two takes I've got on Halfords. One is I used to go in there quite a lot because I used to be quite into mountain biking as a kid. Right, and they do a lot. I used to do a lot of bike stuff. Yeah, you could still buy do, yeah. bits from there. And secondly, every single person that worked in there was a student and right. not bothered. Yeah, okay. Is that fair. still the case? No, no. This would be older older people, I guess. Uh, second, uh, can someone let me know how I uh, how I'm. Uh, road tax a scooter that I don't have a logbook for. Uh, if someone could get in touch, that would be fantastic. So that happens to me as well. Yeah, so right. You, but it's for a car. Right. You just go on, so basically you find the chassis number of the mo- the uh, moped right. and the registration number, obviously, yeah. the scooter, and you go onto the government website and you pay £25 to send you a new one. Right, and even if makes- even if they, even if they I've got a new address and I forgot to upgrade the, update the address on it. Don't know. So I send it to my old house. I'm only responding to the challenge I was originally offered. <laughs> and I think, have you? Did you commit a crime on it? 
No, well, I don't know. It's about all the uh, writs have been sent to my old house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have done loads. Yeah. So the scooter's never not been used for a while now, no? I've scooted around and then I realised that it's completely untaxed and uninsured. So I was like, <laughs> can't do that no more. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm trying to get it back on the road. I'm trying to get it roadworthy again for the sweet summer vibes. Oh, Tops yeah. off down South End Pier. Lovely. Like, it'd be like Gomorrah, but yeah. really fucking uncool. <laughs> gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> that like... man who looks like he's got gonorrhea is circling around uh, South End uh, amusements. It'd be like um, Gomorrah. If um, the main people in Gomorrah were cannon and ball, <laughs> did you see the uh, Benny Hill? Did you see the uh, Napoli uh, fans following the bus that down the tunnel? That looks so like Gomorrah, doesn't it? It was, and when you were in Naples, it was a bit like Gomorrah. Well, it, if you're if you're uh, a Naples resident, you must get quite annoyed that people say, "Oh, that's just like the TV show Gomorrah." Well, stop fucking doing stuff like that then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, stop scooting around dangerously on your fucking uh, on your scooters. Didn't you hear? Um, didn't you, <laughs> did you hear and see a lot of those guys when we were there? I did. Yeah, They're all dressed in black with their tattoos and their yeah. mopeds. Um, speaking Looking of Benny sexy. Hill, have I ever played you the horse saying Benny Hill on Lord of the Rings? The horse saying Benny Hill. <laughs> on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's quite a famous thing. Right. What, he did, what the ho- horse says Benny Hill. You? I'll explain it to I you presu- I it. presume the, the, a horse is ringing up and instead of going, nee, he goes, Benny Hill. Plug me in All right. and I'll, um, I'll explain to you the situation. Right. And um, I hope we haven't done this before for our listeners, but you don't seem to remember it, so hopefully no. we haven't. Um, so basically, there's a scene in The Fellowship of the Ring where the, I can't remember what they're called now, the Ring Wraiths. They're called the Ring Wraiths. Do you know them? Ring <laughs> And they're like these guys in hoods um, and they're all dressed in black in, right. in hoods and they're chasing Frodo because uh, he's got the ring, right? right. And um, Frodo, I think, if people can remember the scene, and I might be getting this slightly wrong, but I think what happens is Frodo jumps onto a raft and they all paddle out into the water so the ring race can't get them. And the horses, swim. Are, the horses are galloping down the, the pontoon. Yeah. And they get to the end and they start going, like whinnying and start going like that. Yeah. And... For some reason, in it's left in the film. Mm. One of the noises the horse makes really sounds like he's saying Benny, Benny Hill. Hill. Go on, then. Um, I'll play it out. Bang Let it me know what you think. Wait for it. <laughs> That was worth that. Good, that was right? worth it. It's good. Benny Hill. Benny Hill. <laughs> so good. So there you go. You don't always hear a horse playing Benny Hill. That is um, solid work. Benny Hill, but you do in that, in that film. And it's quite, quite interesting that such a big budget production, they can not notice that. But I suppose it's quite arch, I suppose, isn't it? And It's not like a Starbucks cup, is it? It's like, and also, if you've never heard of Benny Hill, like, it, I mean... Amer- everyone in America's heard of Benny Hill. Everyone in America's heard of Benny Hill. No, they haven't. They have. Trust me. <laughs> they it is mad how popular Benny Hill is in America. Fine. Still, generationally, if you've got a young also, editor. Also, the film was made in New Zealand as exactly. well. So it, might, yeah. it might not cross over into New Zealand mm. quite as much. Can you imagine if the films, the films are like three hours long each one, and there's three of them, and there's more Hobbit on top of that. Can you imagine how much footage <laughs> they fucking filmed? Yeah. And like how expensive that would be to film even just a day of B-roll in a that fantasy was, world. Good that, God. That was fa- that was the famous tagline for The Hobbit, wasn't it? What? That Peter Jackson said, here, have some more Hobbit on top of that. <laughs> some more, pile some more yeah, Hobbit I, I know on that, top. I, I'm pretty sure I used to be obsessed the, with the... On the Tolkien buffet. Yeah. In the, um, in, also in The Hobbit, they had to write, write a female character in there. 
Right, because right. they were like, there's no, literally not a single female character in this. We need to write one. Any ethnic diversity? Nah, yeah. it's fantasy, isn't it? Yeah. Like? Fantasy, yeah. Well, there's quite interesting, there's some interesting takes. You know, the Tolkien fandom is quite rich and mm. deep. There's some interesting takes around the idea of ethnicity in yes. that, that world. But anyway, mm. um, in, um, in, um, in Lord of the Rings, I completely forgot what I was going to say, actually. But anyway, in The Hobbit, they had to write a female character in. Mm. But um, I don't know how much footage they... Um, they uh, they filmed, but I do know because as, as a terribly stereotypically embarrassing student, I was obsessed with the film Apocalypse Now. Right, right. I used to watch it all the time, mm. and um, anyway, I read a book about it, and I th- I think I'd have to double check, but I think I'm right in saying that because that was during the, the era of Hollywood with um, Coppola, where he could do whatever he fucking wanted. Mm. Um, he um, shot a million meters of thirty five mil film. <laughs> So imagine the expense of that. Yeah, a million meters of thirty-five on thirty-five mil. Yeah, like, but I mean, I, I even then you would imagine that even for that world, that was probably less than what you know some of the cast were hoovering up in Colombian. Well, yeah, products. And, and, and if you look at the um, if you look at the production of that film, mm. it's fucking insane. Yeah, like they, they like at one point I think the production company, which I think is I think is um, Coppola's company, Zoe, mm. Omnizoetrope. Uh, so he's running point on the whole thing. Yeah. I think at some point they're like negotiating directly with the Filipino government, who at the time hostile to the United States and using their helicopters in like a completely <laughs> rogue deal between the Filipino government and Francis Ford Coppola's production company. Yeah. And just some of the stuff that went on, it'll just never happen again. Like, you know, people talk about oh, you know, things like health and safety and all the rest of it. Like, I'm pretty sure one of the actors had a heart attack at one point and had to go home. Mm. So he had to be replaced. And then... Um, they 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 were filming through um, like monsoons. They went there in monsoon season. It was, it was all sorts went on. Mm. Um, yeah, incredible, um, incredible uh, situation. It will never happen again. I like uh, Romy Mars, the daughter of uh, Sofia Coppola, mm. um, who uh, <laughs> she's. Did you see that TikTok she put out quite no, recently? No, because uh, obviously people talk about like, Nepo babies quite a lot, but th- yeah. this this TikTok made a lot of people laugh because it was literally her just in her kitchen going hi guys I'm, I'm making a vodka sauce pasta uh, because I'm grounded um, how old is this person? Uh, I don't actually know to be honest uh, she is no not a clue uh, young though young um, I, I was grounded because I tried to charter a helicopter from New York to Maryland on my dad's credit card because I wanted to have dinner with my friend Oh, it's relatable, isn't it? It's relatable. It? Who among it's us, good Pete? Stuff. Who among us hasn't um, yeah. hasn't done that? Um, on the Apocalypse Now thing, um, she also goes on to say that she didn't know the difference between a garlic and an onion. So okay. there's, there's that as well. They're probably biologically Fair. similar. <laughs> the same. Similar, similar. Do we talk about the kind of animal kingdom? They're probably fairly similar. They look very species. different, though, don't they? A very Smell small, different. a very small dry onion. <laughs> Both give you excellent breath. They do. Um, apparently, um, for for Coppola. Uh, Want, told raised a load of money by telling everyone that Steve McQueen would be in it, and then and Steve McQueen was like, "What? I'm not doing it." Uh, I it, imagine that happened a lot in and, uh, Hollywood. So he had to get for, for Coppola when he found out Steve McQueen said because I think Steve McQueen said, "Oh yeah, all right, that sounds all right." Yeah, yeah. but never fully confirmed. Then right. just obviously immediately dropped out. Like a guy said, he'd come to your party, but yeah. definitely isn't going to. Um, and then Coppola had to find five million dollars of the money that he'd raised, which, most of which he'd already spent. To give back, right? Because no one wanted it. Because no one wanted it, right? Yeah, interesting. Um, and then, and then, they, and then he went after Al Pacino, trying to um, say, "Oh, but do you know what? I don't worry about it because I've got Al Pacino." Mm. He was like, "No, nah, I went to, the, to Al Pacino did something ridiculous." Like I'm paraphrasing here, but it was something like, "No, I went on holiday to uh, 
the Dominican Republic once and there was a jungle and I got really fucking sick. So I'm not doing that. Because <laughs> he was basically asking to be three months in the fucking jungle. Mm. The Filipino jungle, because that's where they filmed it. Anyway, mm. it's a fascinating story, the production of that movie, and it is also a brilliant fucking film. The Heart so. of Darkness, is that the, is that the book? That's, the it's based on Conrad's Heart of Darkness, right. but Conrad's Heart of Darkness is based in Africa. It's, got, it's just, it's, it's, it's transposed across, right. essentially. Um, anyway, we should have a quick break, Peter, shouldn't we? Because when we come back, we've got to do batteries. Yeah. And I'm pleased to say um, our friend Gabby McKay um, did eventually um, attach some photos to his battery so we can, we can tidy up that bit of admin the other side of this. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's the Luke Peach Show. It's a Thursday, so we're doing battery brands. Uh, Gabby, who got in touch uh, earlier in our run, uh, so he submitted two new players last week, but he forgot to send uh, the uh, photo. He's now sent a, a photo of both with the message, the shame of forgetting to attach the pictures will live with me forever. Skymax Alkaline, S-Budget Power Alkaline, both in situ, in our email box, in full Technicolor, uh, and that means that it goes into the pantheon of the the greatest battery bands ever. The battery daddy. The battery daddy, yeah. I haven't got to recheck them ever because we've done it before. No, and also, um, I don't know how he's done it, but he's managed to have the Skymax uh, look like it's floating. Probably a bit of glass, Pete. You reckon? It must be, right? Glass on what looks like wallpaper. It's like wood chip, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm, we'll never know. Why don't we ask him? I mean, the plot thickens yeah. with Gabby. He's quite yeah. a mysterious character. Yeah. Not not attaching photos, then attaching photos that don't look like they make any worldly sense. No, yeah, um, maybe AI'd it, AI'd it. So AI. it, it looks a bit like it looks a bit like what my friend calls painted air. Have I told you that story? Painted air. Yeah. No. So a friend of mine's got a theory, and it is basically fueled by 
you know, drug intake as a young man. <laughs> um, my friend Jimmy, you know Jimmy? The fruitarian. Yeah. He, yeah. he, he said that he, he swears, like he absolutely swears blind that um, one day, <laughs> one day he was walking along in the morning, quite early in the morning, mm. and there was, it, it was quite near the coast and there were seagulls flying around. Mm. And um, he didn't think much of it, but he looked up at one point and a seagull just stopped in midair, <laughs> dead stopped, like froze. Yeah. For like five seconds, and then carried on again. Yeah, and his read on that was that like, it's like a, it was like a, like a glitch in the simulation or something. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. He had been exposed to the secrets of the universe, mm. and everything else was just paint. It was all just painted air. Mm. And then he kind of extrapolated that out to say that you know ultimately we're all made up of the same atoms. Some of the atoms are painted in a different way, hence painted air. Mm. That Skymax photo there of the battery just floating does kind of remind me of that principle. Do, do you give him such a hard time that you give me when I say something weird? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Um, he, I, I, the thing about Jimmy is that he told that story and I said, what time is it? It's about six in the morning. Oh, were you on, the way, to, were you on the way to work? No. <laughs> right. No more questions. <laughs> so the UFO guys in yeah. America, always yeah. pissed. Oh, the, um, the UFO guys in America, that's true, but also they massively undermine themselves. Mm. I follow a load of their accounts on Instagram and mm. I bloody enjoy the content, I'll be honest with you. Right, put, then, a su- put a suit on and talk nice. Yeah, well, David Cameron, <laughs> do up your tie and sing do the national tie. anthem. Yeah, <laughs> um, every five or six posts, possibly because they're pissed. Mm. They go, oh, what about? Oh, yeah, what about this then? Mm. Just a bird. It's yeah, just a, yeah, it's just an yeah, eagle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, in a weird shape. <laughs> A fucking in an animal sanctuary. Like yeah. some of the stuff's interesting. Mm. Some of it is anti-Semitic. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and some of it is immediately explainable. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, uh, right. John in Vietnam, uh, possibly oh, in a, in, a, in a jungle, yeah. uh, lost. Yeah. Uh, you know, looking after. Um, uh, what happens in that film? He, he, he's just a big fat mess, isn't he? And he's gone rogue. He's gone wild. So Captain Willard, played by Martin mm. Sheen, heads up the Mekong to find um, Colonel Kurtz, who's played by Marlon Brando. That's right. Yeah, he's. he's a, I think he's like a, some kind of head of some kind of lerp. Um, operation, but he's mm. gone. Right, he's basically gone native. Yeah, and I don't know what's happened to him. And so Martin, she has to go after him and, and sort him out. Uh, and it's basically a descent into madness, isn't mm. it? Um, but the problem is, I think you're referring to is when Marlon Brando turned up to film the part of um, Colonel Kurtz. He was about twenty five stone, mm. and everyone was like, "Well, you can't be a general in, in special forces and <laughs> right. be twenty five stone." So well, he's gone mad, though, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah he has gone, he's gone crazy. But yeah, fam- I- famously, a lot of fast food in the jungle. Isn't there? <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of uh, what was I watching? Val Kilmer's uh, documentary that he oh, I've heard that's good. He spent a lot of time um, lost his voice, didn't he? Yes, he did. He had throat cancer, I think. Mm. And he uh, was um, right throughout his career, sort of filmed everything backstage. Uh, you know, in, oh, did in he? Sets of, he's since his uh, first start in theatre in uh, Broadway. He just filmed everything. Like he just kind of put everything. So he's got quite a nice little kind of documentary together about his journey. It's very pro Val Kilmer, as you would would well, imagine. But but he's done the hard graft. It's only lo- fair. Yeah, there's a lovely shot of uh, him on a film with uh, in with Marlon Brando's final, or maybe uh, you know uh, second. What's a sophomore final? Second penultimate. Penultimate. Um, penultimate um, uh, role, and he's just in in a big hammock. <laughs> really? And he goes, give me a push, and uh, and so Val Kilmer gives him a push in this hammock. Right, and so and so and so apparently, is that film was that film per chance? Was it uh, the Ghost in the Darkness? Oh, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I thought or was it, was it the Island of Doctor Moreau? I think it was the Island of Doctor Moreau. Okay, you know, so yeah. I've also heard on that movie or one of those two that he's being fed lines. 
He's got yeah. the PC. Yeah. Is there anyone? Is there anyone in Hollywood these these days who could get away with that level of laziness? There's just no one that would. Well, I maybe th- like Jack Nicholson because he's old. The guy telling the story said that like he thought initially it was an amazing hack, but then when he tried to do it, it was impossible. Right, it just looked like he was reading it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so yeah, I, I know that Val Kilmer's got had a reputation, hasn't he, for being. Being, there was a, there was some rumor went around that toward when Valken was really successful, mm. he would try and put it in his terms of contract that he wouldn't have to start filming any of his scenes until everyone else was finished. <laughs> so it'd be a lot quicker for him. Right. Okay. Fair. And I think after a while, people were just like, "Nah, I'm not <laughs> you're not that good, Val." Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. Exactly. Anyway, John in Vietnam says, "I'm currently living in Vietnam, residing in a hotel provided by by my employer, much like uh, the Colonel, um, <laughs> for what is likely to be six months until they find me a more permanent residence." Unexpected life turn on my part. A while ago, I found these uh, little guys in the hotel TV remote, the Eagle Triple A's. I made a mental note, took photographic evidence, uh, and then, as I am prone to, uh, proc- procrastinated on sending them your way for a good few months. That was until a few days ago when in need of uh, more AAA batteries I purchased these Pinconos clearly the battery powered gods are compelling me to get in touch uh, with kind regards hoping for a new player John in Vietnam and thanks for uh, yourselves and the rest of your stack compadres for keeping my ears company over the last 10 years thank you uh, for listening John Uh, yes we've got two there we've got uh, Eagle AAAs and also Pinconos so the the good news is I'm going to cut to the chase they're both new players congratulations the Eagle ones look very Nazi uh, let's have a look. Yes, eagles, when the wings are spread out like that and it's very triangular, it speaks to can, the Reich. Can be problematic. Speaks to, it speaks and, Reichian. And Pinconos are definitely new uh, mm. players. We've simply just never had um, Vietnamese. I mean, so obviously a Vietnamese battery. Bat Nang Long, Ket Yu Thong. That's what it says in the front. Does it? God knows uh, there's a lot of uh, little kind of um, uh, marks on top of the letters, so God knows what they... Yeah. God knows where that goes. Yeah. Two new players, though. Congratulations Kiet. to you, John. All the best Kiet. in Vietnam. It's a country Kiet. I'd love to visit. Kiet. Kiet. Um, you. Thong. Just let me know when you're done. <laughs> would you like to visit Vietnam, Peter? I would, yes. I would like to visit Vietnam. All, all around that way. Yeah. Um, as I said, now I've got a partner. I can kind of do it. I think lads holiday to Thailand. Yeah. Looks bad. Just yeah. looks bad for a man of advancing years. As opposed to, what, 15 lads holidays to Japan that you've done? Yeah, but that's such a different vibe, isn't it? Why? Because uh, it's it's not necessarily uh, noted for sex tourism. All right, I said it. But there's weeboing and stuff like that. There's what? People who are weebos go over there. And it's a bit. There's a bit of an undertone, isn't there? Uh, yeah, but they're ultimately unsuccessful because they're weebos, little nerdy nerdy kids, aren't they? Right. Okay. I thought yeah. a weebo was just anyone who like fetishized Japanese culture. Yeah, they are. Little nerdy kids, you say? Little yeah. nerdy kids. Yeah, they all look like me. They all look like me. Don't worry about it. They all look like me. I didn't me. say that. I didn't say that. They all look that. like me. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, I would love to go to... Pete, what about if you and I go to Vietnam together as a Luke and Pete show trip? Fine. That's fine, isn't it? Again, not good, but yeah, fine. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> okay. okay. it. I'll probably see... I'll tell you the listeners right now. I'm telling them right now. If you and I went to Vietnam for a couple of weeks, you just you and I, I reckon I'd probably see you three times maximum. Yeah, cool. I'd be off. Yeah. I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be in the jungle. And as you can tell by his reaction, everyone, he doesn't see a problem with that. <laughs> he thinks that's absolutely fine. Hi, Luke and Pete. Currently on holiday in Japan and notice the toilet in my hotel room is remote controlled. Uh, the first time I've emailed in, despite having listened to you guys from the very beginning of the show, felt now was the time to enter the game despite these problems being submitted before as the application of these batteries surely takes many Luke and Pete show boxes. Askle... Alkaline Battery 4 in a triple threat configuration. I've sent a pick of the control side to for your rumination. Cheers, Michael. Yeah, so that's a three 
three triple A's in one. You think mm. somehow, I mean, now listen, I'm a very much a layman on this stuff, but it'd not be more mm. efficient for them just to have a little gap for two double A's there? They're going to give you the same power? <sighs> oh, I don't know, actually. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. It depends on what, I, I don't know, actually, know what voltage they put out the old uh, triple A's but, versus double A's. That's fair, but the, 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 the kind of, the way they're sold is in even number packs. Mm. It's just my point. So you buy yeah. four or eight or whatever. You get, you're putting three in a, in a slot there. You've got one spare. It's a bit of a pain in the ass, isn't it? Yeah, completely agree. Anyway, completely the good news agree. is for uh, for our friend is that Askel Alkaline Battery 4 is another new player. So congratulations to you, Mike. Uh, well done for sending those in. Well, uh, first of all, well found, well spotted, well submitted, mm. and uh, very, very good stuff. Mm. Uh, before, uh, yeah, I mean, this this message is from um, producer Rory's dad or mum. Uh, morning, chaps. I just replaced some double A's in my boy Rory's toy impact driver. <laughs> Part of a set to dismantle and rebuild a robot velociraptor. Anyway, take a look at these uh, South House beauties, and fingers crossed they are a new player. Uh, this is uh, sorry, Luke from Desborough. So yeah, Rory's dad. Uh, yeah. South House, which a wonderful title. I am. I could not be more confident that this is a new player. South House. How do you get into a position where you're naming a battery after that? Is South that, House. Is that a, is that a, a kind of people who are? It's a country where they don't have English as a first language. Mm. They're picking a couple of English words because I think it makes it sound more authoritative and they mm. go, right, that'll do. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I don't know. So I, I mean, South House Battery, I don't know who would... Yeah, nothing really... Nothing's coming up on, on, on Google, so I don't know where they're from. Certainly the, the warnings are all in uh, English, but maybe they have to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's an interesting, like, classy, interesting. Little, classy little... Look, it is interesting, and it's also a new player. So well congratulations to you, Luke. And Luke, by the way, before we leave, because mm. we probably should get out of here, um, Luke also mentioned in his email, got a talking point for you regarding weird interest among kids. Mm. My seven-year-old Joseph, who spent a good 18 months obsessed with dinosaurs, hence the robot raptor, has now become obsessed with the construction and immediate demise of the Titanic. <laughs> I've learned a lot from his YouTube research into the vessel, but what we all find odd is why a seven-year-old lives and breathes all things Titanic. I've not met any other kids with such strange obsessions at such a young age, mm. but I can't help to, uh, but feel that Pete might have had similar strange interests as a nipper. All the best, Luke. Um, I've got something on that. Anything from you to add on that, Peter? Is it no, big fan of Egypt. You were a big fan a of Egypt. Big fan you? of having, a, having my own pyramid right? Okay. with fake chambers in to yeah. trick people. When you were seven? Yeah. Okay. I wanted I wanted to live in a pyramid and I wanted a fake chamber that people would try and get in my house but they'd go in the wrong bit. Okay. And they'd be like, oh, spikes. It's quite specific. <laughs> specific, yeah. But in, it must have been because you watched Indiana Jones or something. Yeah, no, they, they, somebody, for some reason, at school, uh, some... I don't know what it, I don't know where it come from. They made like a kind of uh, uh, you know like the what do you what would you call the in, inside chambers of a of a, an Egyptian pyramid. Anyway, I don't know. That somebody came around and they'd made this kind of reproduction of what one of the passages would be like and it sat in our um assembly hall for ages. Um and right. you're only allowed you're only allowed like 10 minutes in at a time. But right, I must have gone on weird. like like 10 times just to just to experience what it was like to be in a a, a, a two before Box, <laughs> a two by four meter box, and that was entertainment in the northeast in the nineteen eighties. If anything, it's got Get worse as well. If it, since Brexit, I haven't got a box. No, um, there's a kid at my school who was obsessed with the Titanic. Nice, mm. nice kid, but he just was nice well, just well into it, and he would never stop talking about it. Well, oh. imagine imagine his kind of interest cooling, and then the Titanic film coming in. That would be annoying, wouldn't it? That would be upsetting. I think I, I vaguely remember him having some takes. Right. On that, that because I think we were about sixteen when that came out. Right. So we were still at school, but um, <laughs> I think it's. I think I can imagine 
if you're seven and you see that kind of epically sized vessel mm. sinking in such a dramatic way, I can kind of see why a kid would be obsessed yeah, with it. Yeah, I think so, yeah. When we studied ancient Egypt as kids at school, looking back on it, I don't think they should have been telling us all the gruesome stuff. I mean, that was the main story, wasn't it? How how did they how did they, they prepare put the brain body out for the nose. yeah it's with like, a hook? Oh, yeah, telling us that, like because because that's that's the thing that I remember. That's the thing that everybody remembers. But it's not going to help you in later. Everyone's two D, and they pull the pull the brain out with a hook. Yeah, to prepare the body. Yeah, we all got told that, didn't we? Yeah, and um, what I would say as well is that. Um, Maybe it's a way of them getting it to lodge in our minds mm. so we can With learn the other stuff. But I don't remember anything else. <laughs> you know I mean, every, yeah. anything else I know about ancient Egypt is from the film The Mummy <laughs> with Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weisz and John Hanna. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Have you seen The Whale, by the way? Is it good? Yeah. It's all right. It's People not... liked it, didn't they? They did like it. Have we spoken about that air film? No, before you move on, film. before you move on, can I just ask if the girl in The Whale is the girl from Stranger Things? The, gin- I don't, the ginger I could girl. not tell I think you. it is. could not tell you. Anyway, carry on. Uh, so it, we're well over running. Okay, well, well you just start talking about know, I'm sorry. Film. I'm sorry, you distracted me with Egypt, and I was thinking about the hook through you the nose. You talking about Air Bud. <laughs> is that what you meant? <laughs> we'll be back on uh, Monday with more Luke and Pete Shaw, uh, but in the meantime, in the meantime uh, do get in touch. Uh, hello at LukeandPeteShaw.com. Bye. Oh, sorry, you're up in second. Farewell, all. I thought you just did the outro. See you yeah. later. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.